Anyway. What if they just put the word dragon after the bird names? Oh, so it's tit warbler the dragon. The tit warbler dragon. Oh, dick throttle dragon. I, I think you're making that one up. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh. pretty sure that's not in there. Probably. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Board with Fins, a casual podcast about tabletop and RPG nonsense with the whimsy, the mystery that some of us may or may not be Finnish. My name is Tom. I'm one of your hosts, but luckily, it's not just me, because next door to the studio is the Open AI Engineers Lab, who have just completed making an AI version of me, because remember, I died <laughs> in the last episode. And I've invited two of them to talk about board games in the studio. Wait a minute. It's Simon and Eater. How's it going, guys? Good. Hello, hello. It's been definitely long enough to build a fucking lang- large language model on the our episode because it's been like oh. two months since we last recorded. I don't know Three. what you're talking about. I've, <laughs> I've been, I've only existed for the last day or so. I think. <laughs> uh, like, I, well, I know how we all feel that about AI art in board games being the next craze and a, oh, and a fantastically Jesus. good thing. But has anyone tried to do like ask those large language models to just make a board game? Or to, or to podcast would, about board yeah, games. Yeah, or podcast about, or like write <laughs> a podcast about board games. <laughs> well, like, you've done it. I yeah, bet and you I'm can here. find like three, like three, five, three to five of them already on the market, like designed by AI. They're going to be shit. Oh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine an AI model like just trained what? on us? It would just be an argument <laughs> among its. Like, it would just be. It would. It would interrupt itself mm. to go off topic. Oh, I, 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 kind, I kind of want to hear that though. <laughs> just for an I hour. I want to hear it just arguing with itself forever. Mm. Randomly no. inserting the word scythe in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I know. played TI the other day. Scythe is shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Next this reminds runner. me yes. of it. And then just ask a question, never mm. answer that question, keep going. Yeah. Double back, talk about battle sheet. about mm. like uh, mm. Breaking Bad. Yes. Amazing. We're, Amazing. Yeah. We're living in the future. Yeah. How great, have you guys great, been? Great choice. Uh, well, I drowned to death. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. after that, you know, like, yeah. how's the... I'm how, trying to think... How's your, the, how's your two days as an AI been? Yeah. Any well, feelings yet? Um, oh God, what's the, what's the like, the boilerplate AI model for, like, I'm just a language, a learning language model and unable to answer... That. I was just, I was going to give that as a joke, but okay. I can't even remember, can't remember that. the chat GPT. You're a real shit lang- large language model. Or I've evolved. I've gone beyond my programming. Oh. I've, I've learned irony. <laughs> and then Scary. tomorrow, the nuclear launch codes... <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if a like a large language model were to learn irony, it would be one that was trained on you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Zing. Oh, imagine the world ends because the the large language model trained on our podcast finds finds the launch codes, <laughs> and then ironically destroys <laughs> the world. Know. We don't know what's happened. It's like Skynet, but shit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we're famous. Oh, I mean, more famous. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, like I'm going to yes. make Terminator, yeah. and then that happens. Mm. Whoops. But anyway, we're here to talk about board here, games, I yeah. guess. To, to answer your question, I've been pretty I've been pretty good. <laughs> um, and I've been, I've been I've been playing lots of games since we last recorded a podcast, some of which we'll talk about today. Mm. It has actually been a long time. So much so that I could barely get this equipment working mm. in the studio again. I mean, first episode of 2024, is it? Yes. It's been a yeah. long time. Yeah. yeah, Jesus Christ. And by the time this comes out, it'll be like June. Probably, we're yeah. even worse at editing this could be maybe we're recording this in june who knows yeah it's a mystery mm. it's a mystery. mystery yeah i definitely sound like it's june yeah yeah <clears throat> you can tell the heat it's the hay the fever <laughs> yeah yeah it's not it's not a pandemic it's no. just a, it's all that pollen in the air uh but yeah i've been okay mm. apart from chronic fatigue 
that I refuse to get checked medically. Great, yeah. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. I'll just take vitamin D and Burana <laughs> until I feel fixed again. It's, it's called getting older, Tom. It's okay. It is. I mean, it's it's tough being 25, <laughs> I will say. Yeah. I Born will say. in... The, you know, 99, I guess it would be now. <laughs> Some of us don't bring our passports to this yeah. <laughs> this recording session, so I can't check. But yeah, let's, <laughs> even though we've been argue, arguing in the pre-show, mm. uh, the, the theme that we will definitely stick to mm. in this episode is Euro games. Because classic, we're very thematic people. We love a theme. Mm. We love the vibes of the game. But do we care about crunchy mechanics? Do we, we even care about Bronze Age Germanic farmers? Ex- you should almost, do. Almost exclusively. Almost I, exclusively. I mean, Isa confessed to me in tears the other night how she misses games where she can change one color of cube <laughs> slowly and progressively into other colors of cubes mm. uh, and then basically link it to wheat or sheep. Considering how often we bring up that we are not Euro gamers, I think we play quite a lot of them. And also, turns out we also don't agree what a Euro game is. So we've <laughs> Let's been fight. throwing that around <laughs> but, a yeah, lot. But we, we play quite a lot of them because it turns out if we combine all of our three <laughs> or if we just like say that all of our um, definitions, definitions of- are true like 95% of games are euro games based yeah. on that thing are we just going to um actually each other constantly in this in this like snarky ring of like well i think you'll find that well, game actually. is a bit euro isn't it and it's I mean, like the most annoying fucking podcast I mean, that we can it's make. a it's a real fucking broad category so i think <laughs> i think to get started we should define some sort all right. of should ground take, rules. Should we take it in turns to define a euro and then the jury, which will be me in this case, <laughs> <laughs> will we'll dictate with what is the true, oh, the true euro. I can go first yeah. because I have the haziest idea. Okay, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, love, I love a vague open. Hit, no hit, him, hit him with the big hits. Because this started, like, I was preparing for this podcast being like, okay, so what euro games have I played? Hmm, what is a euro game? I'm going to look at a list. And then I found multiple lists which had lots of games that I think didn't have anything to do with each other, and the lists had nothing to do with each other. But vaguely, I can seems... tell this came from Board Game Geek. Already. Yeah, and mm. like a few other places. Right. Yeah, but uh, because I do uh, diverse research. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> yeah, the top true, three results on scientist. Google. Uh, but my understanding is that the most commonly accepted definition is that they are games. Devil, uh, oh, the games are they? Yes, that's the. I, the I'm a, mm, actually, great. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Designed by Europeans, uh-huh. mostly, not always, but the name comes from those being originally where they came from. Uh, but somewhat easier to. Te- well, that was not actually something that you guys agreed with, so never mind. Mechanical, no player elimination, and low on interaction or co- competitiveness. Hmm. And quite abstract. I'll, I'll wait for my speech. Yeah. Mm. This is what mm. I found from like okay. how okay. the internet said. The way we talked about them, I think of something that is quite crunchy and quite low on interaction and quite like engine mm. That's what yes. I think when someone says Euro to me. Yeah. But that is very vague. Like, mm. I, when it, it, is, it is very vague. Like, I think it's, I think yeah. it's tricky to get more Because like, one of the most commonly referred to ones is like Catan, which... I mean, I would almost argue that Catan is a Euro attempting to not be a Euro. Maybe. But, but, like, but when mm. I think Euro, I think Wingspan, not Catan. That's mm, kind of my short yeah. version of this. Yeah. But then, Simon, want to go next? Yeah, I'm trying to think of what what's the first game. When I say Euro, the first game that I think of is like a 17th century French Renaissance era where you're moving little cubes around or... It's got to have cubes. A big, it's got to have cubes. Or, or a big German countryside where you mm-hmm. have farms, which is a lot of the games. But I think 
like the main thing for me when I I would say that a Euro game is is that it's there's no like it's very little like there's no combat basically it's all i do my thing you do your thing either on my own board or on a shared board but even there things are not going to affect each other that so much. low it's interaction like, yeah very low interaction in terms of in terms of what you do there's more or less but i would say that's the the main thing and then like multiple paths to victory like because mm. there is no combat there is no like i destroy your city or your dude i win it's like oh you can put little cubes around and collect these kinds of victory points or these kinds of victory points and then at the end of the game someone who just gathered the right correct amount of victory points in the correct way just wins and exciting exactly (laughs) and oftentimes like thematically the theme is plastered on it's like it's a game about numbers and cubes and then the cubes have just been made to represent something and they could be anything else in the world Mm. Like, that's what I think of mm. in, in, like, a Euro. Low interaction, multiple ways of winning, and low theme. Yeah. Pretty much. Probably. Okay, so Tom, tell us what your correct answer is. <sighs> Look, I'm just a small-town country podcaster. But I put it to you, members of the jury, me, <laughs> what a Euro game actually is. And I kind of agree with a lot of things you said. <laughs> so I would classify, if it's a Euro game, it's mainly about the mechanics over theme, usually with some sort of efficiency engine or resource mm. management thing, mm. kind of more solitary kind of play, and not a lot left up to luck. If you're chucking mm. dice in the game, it's probably not a Euro game. <laughs> uh, it's just the random setup of the board, and then trying to engineer mechanically, outthinking, going, oh yes, because you need to mm. have an array of uh, colors of cubes that you can interchange, and then at some point in the future, get those sweet victory points silently, without interacting with anyone at the table, mm. the perfect Euro night. Did and w- without having fun either. Just... Didn't you say that, that like, well... Euro games are also known as German-style games? Mm-hmm. Which I think this kind of, like the way we've all described it, it is very how you'd assume Germans are. And this is something that... <laughs> well, I, I, well, I would yeah, never be well, so racist I mean, the whole, on this like, podcast. A lot of the board game hobby is like, a big part of it was Germans, Germans designing yeah, these and, mechanical... And for a lot of Americans, at least in the, like let's say 10 20 years in the past when they think europe they actually think of germany like a lot of the jokes that are yeah. about how the, how europeans are are actually about mm. how germans are how yeah. berlin I is mean, with, i mean with mm. the eu we basically they control all of us now so. <laughs> 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 we're veering into political yeah. chat yeah, now yeah. no but like but but i think that's reasonable like it is a an efficiency engine like yeah, I think the low yeah. luck is something that also did come up a lot in the explanation so maybe it's but easier. then how is katan Okay, so maybe it's easier as a demonstration of like, so the flip side of Euro games were Ameritrash games. That was the dichotomy. Is it a Euro game or is it an Ameritrash game? So Ameritrash games were heavy theme, heavy battling, like the flavor overrides any kind of mechanical stuff. So anything where you're rolling dice to fight each other, Ameritrash game. So it sounds like we're Ameritrash, like we're just kind of really... I think classically, a lot of my early games were Ameritrashy games because I like... Especially if I'm trying to get new people to the table, it's difficult Theme to entice people going like, do you ever want to simulate a Bronze Age farmer uh, in Germany or the Middle East? Mm. They're like, no, not really. And I would go, but there is starvation in the game yeah. and there's mm. cubes. Yeah. And they're like, well, no, that doesn't really But you get, doesn't the, really but you get to make a really interesting decision when you think oh, about a lot whether, dis- you, whether you feed them your people here or let these starve and then... 
save the food to feed your pigs mm. later. And that's a really interesting decision. That I, you I to do make. explain the decision space to them. Yeah. And then they walk away. And I don't know. Uh, I don't know why. you're talking. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, it, it's I pretty rude to world. do that to a man in, in a K market. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, Come back. Yeah. I love the word decision space. I thought I wouldn't, but it's actually a really good. It's actually a really good description of like, I don't know, the weird 3D matrix of like what you can actually do in a game. Like that's the like the complexity matrix of a game. Like how many different things can you really do on your turn, mm. and how many of them actually matter to what you could potentially mm. do. And I think euros often have quite a lot. Like it has quite a lot of actions. But they and they will if not that many actions, then they all sort of link together in some way, mm. and there mm-hmm. is like yeah, because that's the that's the reward, yeah. right? Like that's the juice for a Euro gamer. Mm. They want something quite complex that they can then sort of grok and like yeah. get this engine purring from usually cubes. Yeah. I know I come back to cubes, but my god, but nine times out of ten, if your game has cubes in it, it's probably a Euro, <laughs> Euro game. Yeah, but it's like it's definitely things that are complex but not complicated like it's about like a single thing might not be difficult like the rule it's like a single rule thing might not be difficult but the interactions are what makes it like brain burning yeah i mean like there's loads of chunky do you know like uh almost famously like the lacerda games vital lacerda he's like a designer no what are the names of the games uh kanban ev lisboa uh the the gallerist Hmm. on Hmm. mars like very euro-y like tracks and cubes and stuff like there is theme it's like it's a quintessential part of a euro game that you have to have a lot of like point counting especially at the end i mean usually yeah yeah yeah, yeah like because, we, because i get points from like you have the one of those like fucking matrix pieces of paper where you're like oh this is the green things and you get this many points from the like different kinds of green points and then you have this <laughs> one of blue points and this many kinds of red points and they are multiplied by this number of gray points and then yeah nothing wrong with that everyone loves maths at the end of a night I personally, you, I, I assume that this you can't just, go to sleep without calculating. I do do a lot of I do a lot of Sudoku to fall asleep these yeah, days, exactly. so I can't really like <laughs> disagree like, on this. It's like uh, it's not an insult. It's actually true. Mm, it's actually unfortunately, true. no. But like, so I think, like I said, we talk a lot of bad things about Euro. Like we often say, oh, it's a bit too Euro for me. It's a bit like, but. In reality, I think we do like some engine things. Like, C1 has famously now liked Wingsman a lot, which, like I said, mm. is one of the th- games mm. that I think yeah. of when I think Euro. Yes. But, I, I, if I may add, I like Wingspan, but, and I, we already talked about it in the podcast before, I like Wingspan, but almost exclusively now as a two-player game. Hmm. Mm. Which I think is a lot of uh, problems that I have with, with what I don't like about Euros. Mostly is where you play more people and then... The lack of interaction makes it so that there's just a lot of a lot of dead space in the turns. Like if if you, what you do doesn't really matter for me, then I don't really care. Because you're just and, still mm-hmm. waiting. Yeah. And wi- and wingspan is a little bit like your turns can take a while, especially in a late game when you activate like a million birds and stuff. I don't know. I'm pretty bad at wingspan. You are pretty bad at wingspan. <laughs> so for, for, for for those of us who actually <laughs> know how to play the game, it takes a long time. And I really like playing it with Egan only because it goes by really quick, and we can bash it a few games. Playing it with like four people or with the expansion, I could play it with seven. Which Jesus. I would never do. <laughs> Holy shit. That, although it comes with a module where basically two people do their turn at the same time. Hmm. That's the, There's okay. this rotating clock thing where two people have their turns at the same time if you play you more, than, more than six. I don't know if um, that would make it more... Man. Are you yeah. excited about the completely new and legally distinct game Wormspan? Uh, not, not, whose not, name, not to the slightest. Name does not actually make sense in the concept of anything no. in uh, humor or pun-wise. But aren't worms... Yeah, but it doesn't are they fit wa- with are they, span. Are they wyverns? No, worm yeah, is like a kind of a uh, umbrella term for like yeah. dragons and yeah, it's wyverns. Like and, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, but how but, else were we supposed to know that it's it's dragons like wingspan and with worms? You just go wingspan two dragons. dragon boogaloo. Yeah, that's would've, how I would have named honestly, it. Honestly, because I'm a marketing would've, would've, genius. Would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I mean, I. I mean, I'm not. I haven't played it obviously, but I'm not excited about that because I think it takes away the best part of wingspan, which is Capture, the birds. capturing birds, yeah. the birds, torturing and birds, and stealing their eggs. One, all the fun names of the birds, mm-hmm. like the brown, brown cock throttler or whatever they have, like all the fun, <laughs> a classic, all note. the phenomenal birds, the the, and the blue, yes. everything phenomenal. And then because I saw like some example dragons on that game, and it's like the the rock dragon, the green dragon, the burrowing dragon, and I'm like, what? What is this? This is shit. Well, I think by the end of like inventing sixty dragons, maybe they were just running out. They were like, "Oh, it's the uh, pen dragon." Yeah, they should exactly. have gotten an AI exactly. to do that. But that's why it's that's what I'm saying. It's like it's less fun because I don't get to pronounce all these fun birds. Yeah, I cannot. I literally cannot yes. see who this game is for. Why, but anyway, what if they just put the word dragon after the bird names. Oh, so it's warbler the dragon. The warbler dragon. Oh, uh, dick throttle dragon. I I think you're making that one up. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure that's not in there. Yeah. Probably. I mean, there are many warblers. There's the wood. Cock, there's the dick sizzle. Okay, those are real. I'll yeah, the tit warbler I know is really yeah. real. This is the one that you yeah. like, that, yeah. that the really is real. Yeah. The dick, it's good for tucking. The dick sizzle is real. The wood cock is real. Yeah, of course. I mean, this is just this a, is a standard very mature bird for a podcast. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these are just birds. <laughs> we'll just yes. beep out every bird name. Yeah. I can't be fucked. That's no. too much. No. That's too much effort in the uh, editing bay also for the this. The beep is super obnoxious. It's worse than yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we were talking about actually liking some euro games or maybe euro elements and also i think we you guys talk, we talked about brass a lot in the previous episode mm. or the one before that the one with the top 10 yeah. games and it has euro elements but also high on interaction and i think that's the cincher think- for most of us because it's at least for me if i'm playing with four people i don't mm. really like playing something that is low interaction yeah no i think it's difficult now especially like the euro ameritrash stuff is very like old-fashioned now like yeah. a lot of new games they have so much production, so much polish, and like elements from both. Like it's kind of a redundant category. Yeah, which is why the va- the term has become so umbrella because there's mm. many games like even Wingspan, like throwing the dice, getting the food that you kind yeah. of want or don't. Yeah. Like there's things that even you that's can technically then in the harshest of senses that would like make it that would make it not a Euro game because yeah, there is like I guess there's ways to mitigate it, but like yeah. things that you can't just mechanically do. You know, yeah. like, eh, it, it gets a bit predeterminable. Like yeah. But also, the theme is like very strong. I mean, if you made Wigs bad with like no bird pictures, it was just like like we've just talked about. If you made a. it the worm span, it would be boring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't True. know. Yeah, but that's because the mechanics of it aren't that interesting mm. in a way. Like the <gasps> twist. To be fair, like, like the, the interactions, there aren't that many cool interactive like systems that work together that you do. It's like I do a cube. I get some food or get laser eggs. All about eggs, All about eggs. Or then you can make it so that when you get food, you also get some eggs. Or you mm. maybe even get to talk a bird. And all these are like talk, talk, a few talk, little things talk. you can do, but not these like huge decision spaces. We're coming back to that now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> just, of like all of these like interlocking things of while I move around on a board and place my cubes or workers here and there to like let me do more powerful stuff that I otherwise couldn't. I think mm. it's, uh, like it's a little bit. Which is why I think the worm span will fail because it's not so in, it's not as interesting as a the mechanics aren't that interesting and I think Winspan sold well because people fucking love birds mm-hmm. like bird watching is a, a crazy theme, hobby yeah people yeah. were like yeah. kind of intrigued by like wait a board yeah. game about birds yeah 
crazy. Exactly. And now little it's just tiny like, egg oh. things. Yeah. And I was like, oh, do you want to do you want to put the green dragon? You can now dig caves for your dragons. I, I don't know. Like, this oh. could age really badly because those guys are like really good at marketing. I like, don't know. So I mean, it's maybe, kind of everywhere. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, we're, people, we're, people I mean, love scythe too. You've been wrong yeah. about scythe. Yeah, people love scythe too. Also, scythe is no longer scythe is dropping in the board game. <laughs> Are rankings. you taking? Do you think it is, it's because of your? I influence? mean, it's exclusively because of me. It is dropping like a fucking <laughs> the, rock. The like person it should. pointing at the emperor's clothes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Terrible, but so it's not a problem with Euro games then maybe completely mitigated by having a strong theme because then we talk about like I mean I yes is <laughs> the not, short answer to that not necessarily because Scythe has a phenomenal theme and it's shit I th- no I think Scythe has phenomenal art and then I don't know if That's it like true, actually fits the actual thing it's like oh this looks like a cool war game and it's like no it isn't no it isn't. giant mechs what do they do they nothing just, they, they walk they guard your wheat <laughs> it's like oh okay great giant star wars sized mechs that can walk from from grassland onto a hill but it can't walk back down to the grassland because <laughs> this mech only walks from grassland to hill not from hill to grassland i'm ch- sorry i'm, I'm that's checking not what that that's uh, not what those mechs do i'm checking board game geek right now it's falling as we speak and, and really, this isn't even a live broadcast that's really, how powerful your influence a 10 is. meter tall mech can't <laughs> walk over a river one talked- way God damn Plenty it. about the Mexican. Don't size. worry, I've, I've muted you, his mic. Yes. I've muted, I'll, I'll turn it off now. You <laughs> brought it up. I guess, like, nowadays, I'm coming more and more around to Euro games. So, classically, the only one I. So, one of the first games I played was Agricola, like the classic mm. Uwe Rosenberg of, like, farming, where the secret ingredient is disappointment. <laughs> like, it's just the most punishing fucking game <laughs> ever. And, like, if you know the cards, okay, you've got an advantage, but it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've just got to try and keep this family from not starving for like 17 rounds. I'm like, what an awkward number. And they're like, yeah, it is. This is what also like, this is your go-to when you talk about the bad sides of Euro. You go for, it's the 17th century like farming community. So so many of them are that. I cannot describe to you before like 2010 how many games were farming simulators (laughs) or trading in the Mediterranean. There was two legal themes that was it. Mm-hmm. And one of them was starving slowly on a small farm that you can't run. Like, literally. And then Agricola, like, I don't know if you know, like, the scoring is negative points, right? Because if you don't, you can't just focus on one thing. You can't just be like, I'm going to be a sheep guy. Mm-hmm. Get loads of sheep. Because it's like, oh, you're a sheep guy. Do you have a cow? They're like, no, I don't have a cow. Negative points. <laughs> have you fully upgraded your house? Well, no, it's just a wooden house. It was fine. Negative points. Like, do you have do you have a wheat field? It's like, yeah, I got a wheat field. Any vegetables? Well, no, I don't have any. Negative points. Like <laughs> if you don't do everything, it's just like just what the score sheet is just taking hits. Like, Oof. well, yeah, but I had a really good plowed field. Oh, oh, you got to have a good plowed field. Your family's dead. Your family's dead now. And then you stop the game, and it's like, do you want to play that again? Like, no, no, because no, I just slowly. If you want to like what it feels like to fail as a provider, mm. you know, like to fail as a so farmhand and like just see your family and children wither and die, you can play Agricola repeatedly. So is that incredibly thematic then? Of I, like it really makes you feel like I I think my initial aversion to <laughs> Euros was playing Agricola because back then that was pretty much the peak of Euro games, mm. right? Is mm. these cube pushes, but it was I just found it so fucking punishing, and it's like oh, if you fucked up, the points will show that. Right, there's no like room. I classically like a bit of wiggle room in a game where you can kind of bullshit your way. Can you do that in an efficiency puzzle when you're trying to get a cow and there's only one space to get a cow? Well, now your family's dead because you didn't get that cow. And it's like, oh god, 
like it's just a horrendous game. It's like everyone else is like, yeah, I got fifty points. I got a cow and a sheep. It's like what what's happened to you? It's like well, I got two dead kids. I didn't finish this fence. Uh, my house is a piece <laughs> of shit, and I had one wheat, but I had to eat it. <laughs> it's like oh oh, this is like a real horrendous. It, not one of those like could have gone either way games. Mm. It's like you really fucked up. Yeah. You really okay. fucked up yeah. in a visceral visceral way. Like oh, okay. So this is why I didn't really get into these like classic Euros because they felt so punishing to like even attempt them. Because hmm. it's like, you so know when it, you know you're bad at a game. So is it that it's less that you've warmed up to Euros or is that Euros have gotten less awful? I think it might be that as well. Like there's there's a bit more... Because I mean, have, like, still have, you, have, you warmed up to, have you warmed up to any older Euro games or is it just that you like some newer Euro games? Uh, so a classic... The first one I got and really the only Euro, like true Euro I had for a while was uh, Lords of Waterdeep. Oh, and I can't one. remember who that's a good played one. that. I've played that, but maybe not with you. Okay. I've so played what's, that many times. I'll give you the picture of the game. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what's more exciting than being a and d adventurer and going on adventures? That's right. Being the guy that hires those people to go on adventures while staying at home. And maintaining a keep, yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's basically the, yeah, that's I, basically I the, the game. I remember the game. R- riveting theme. But you go around literally collecting, oh, I'm gonna, I need three wizards to to destroy this owlbear. And then you basically just get purple cubes. And yeah. then you're like, I need some rogues. Black cubes. This is like, I remember playing this at around the same time I played Wingspan for the first time at Cafe Board Game. And it's like... Mm. This is not my kind of game. Neither of these are my kind of game. I don't. The I think I could give Wingspan another go now. Are... The weird thing is, I actually really I like Lords of Waterdeep. Like the I theme, think it's a great game. The theme is so pasted on. It make it like it's a an affront to the phrase pasted on. Mm. Like it's amazing because I think it was officially licensed. Mm. Like it was Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Yeah. Oh, what, wait, someone wait. had a game like, and then they just added on the like. Wait, what do you what, on it? what do you mean? Do you not think that the the white cubes <laughs> look like wizards, Tom? Do you not <laughs> yeah, think that the no. blue cubes look like warriors or I barbarians? I, don't I can't those, believe it because I always read those two sentences of vague flavor text on my missions when I'm like, I need four orange cubes. Yeah. Uh, oh, why why do we need orange cubes? I don't know something An about old bear. something mm. about a tower. Mm. <laughs> It was so pasted on, but mechanically, it's quite an interesting. Game, especially with the um, expansion, the like the corruption skulls and yeah. like mm. stuff. It does get a bit. So as a Euro game goes, the theme is meh, but mechanically, I was like, eh, okay, I could play this. I could play this because it's just a classic worker placement. Mm. I go here, you can't go here. Kind yeah. of. Yeah, it, it might be that I didn't get into it because of the theme being so pasted on. Because that because I do like I, efficiency pre- engines. It's like, pretty dry. Like yeah. it's a pretty dry game, but. I don't mind it. No. Because, I, I mean, it. yeah, you do. You love efficiency engines. Like, you famously love Furnace. Like, yeah. you, ever since you got it, you've played it, I think, a lot. And I, Yeah, I don't think you... I could play as much Furnace as you have. Well, it's I only think. like I've got the numbers. I've only played like 16 games. Like, it's too, with, too Just two one-on-one and then, right, well, still, some like, on That's one, still yeah. quite a lot. It, mm. Of the games I've played recently, yeah, it's yeah. a huge chunk of them. Yeah, mm. And I like I would always play them more. And that's right. a pure cube conversion. That's a pure efficiency yeah. engine. Yeah, like, not really. I mean, I've... It, the, theme the, is, the theme is pretty based on there it is as well. Pretty, I mean, but it doesn't. Yeah, it could yeah. be anything else. It's also fun. because you but can everyone like, loves industrialism. Because every card can either make like some cards can make coal into gold, some cards can make oil, oil into whatever, yeah. and like all of it just can go to anything mm-hmm. in different amounts. And then you're like, okay, yeah, they're different values. But, but yeah, but, but that's it, like a classic euro. I mean, it's like getting stuff to get other stuff that gets you points. But, like, might, it's the, but we also love fucking Netrunner, which is also an engine builder in many ways. That's true. That's true. But that's huge luck. Yes. Huge of course, luck. of course. Yeah, yeah. But still, like, it's... But we all know the, like, 
oh, this card does this, and then that gives me this, which lets me do oh, this, yeah. which lets yeah. me do this, which lets me do this. Uh, you're is... only describing your decks. My my decks rely on one card that never comes up. <laughs> I mean, like, this is not about Netrunner. Same. This is about generally the feeling of realizing, oh, you build something that makes it so that you get to do, like, six different things that all play together in concert. When that happens, yeah. that's incredibly rewarding. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's a different... I mean, it's yeah. not a classic euro thing, but it is... It's an engine Euro-y thing. We're, re- we're really going broad if we're including Netrunner. No, yeah, we're not. Like like card I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, this is, like, we all like that aspect. Yeah. yeah. But I think everyone who likes board games or Has plays some board level games of that, likes yeah. the idea that, like, ooh, I've managed to, like, make a little little cute interaction where, like, hmm. where this happens and now this thing also happens. So I, like... Get a little extra little bonus mm-hmm. thing happening, and that little click when things fall into place. I think everyone yeah. Yeah. loves that. Some people play it exclusively to do that as efficiently as possible, which I don't really jive with. But I mean, everyone loves it when when a plan comes together. Yeah, but like for example, in, in we played uh, Parks on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and that one was it gives you that feeling with minimum amount of crunch. I think like it has a nice theme; it's very pretty, but mm. it is also like and you can game. get to have a level of engine building without it getting too crunchy yeah and i think it it hides what it is quite more well. than you kind yeah. of expect right because it's it's basically just collects resources of a certain type to buy cards the cards are worth points but like it's we... the purest kind of thing but it makes it it does it in a way that like because theoretically i mean it's a worker placement game you go to a, a spot the only difference is that they say oh this is a trail mm-hmm. not like just a random spot on yeah. the board like because that easily could have just been spots on a board where you just place your workers and go yeah. around but they've gone no it's like a trail but it's and then of... your brain goes oh it's not a worker placement game yeah, it's a, work it's a, a walking move. game it's a work it's a worker movement game yeah it's, it's, a, it's a, a walking it's a, the same as a, a worker as, walking game as great western trail is a, is a worker worker movement game and not a worker worker placement mm. game which mm. i have and still am yet to play but... gotta unbox mm. that because that's like a, I believe the term is a rondelle. Like it's a, mm, you, yeah. it's basically a continuous track. It is, and you yeah. just kind of yeah. keep going around yeah. and around. And it's, but that one has like it's that, but it's also like a, a deck builder in a way. But you, your deck, you, <laughs> but cows. It, it's deck builder, but only cows. You're trying to have a diverse deck of cows. Because you, you know which, when you try and sell two cows that look similar, yeah. you get no money. People but if you sell could, two yeah. different breeds of cows. You get like millions of dollars. Yeah, you can't have the same. You know, you know that that's you how you want to have work. a diverse set of cows. I can see from the excitement in your face, <laughs> either that you can't you can't wait. Calm down, Ethan. Get down off the TV. Stop. You trying. can't wait to play Great Western Trail. <laughs> I, There's now a second edition which I bought because the first. I didn't have the first edition. I'm gonna say yeah because the first edition it looks like the box art looks kind of crap and it's very it's just men and you fight indians and it's a little Oof. bit questionable mm. second one it's a lot more colorful there's you there's women now mm-hmm. crazy because you have to remember there were no women in the wild west there are, mm-hmm. there are no longer native americans that you're fighting there's just bandits that can attack you and mm. so they really went through it to be like maybe we, we, could we maybe we did this a little bit I, Not I, in the best I'm way. having a hard time even expressing how uninteresting this sounds oh, to me. It, it was a bit of a sleeper hit because I've heard reviews that are like, I don't know why this was like crazy popular. Like mm. so much so there's two follow-up games of like Grey Western Trail, Argentina, yeah. which is cows still, yeah. but in Argentina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think, is it New Zealand? Yeah. Which is, is that sheep? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course, it has to be sheep. But okay. I, as I'm led to, I don't know if they, there's bandits in New Zealand. Maybe. <laughs> They're trying to get the sheep. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's that, a weird one. I think that is probably the most Euro-y game that I would own. I'm I'm accumulating more probably. and more Euros now. Mm. 
Because I'm just, I'm, I'm maturing as a gamer. You know, the theme... Can we maybe talk a bit more about parks, just like actually explain oh, yeah, yeah. what it is? Because yeah, I think true. we just now touched yeah. on it. The rest of these games, we've actually at some point explained how they work and what they are. But this, we just kind of mentioned it and then went mm. to Great Western Trail. A, a game that none of us played. <laughs> no, but I have. Yeah. Oh, you have. As you, you own it. I own it. Yeah. Okay. And I will play it eventually. <laughs> Is this just because this you really went into Battle Sheep and then you just like got into all kinds of like? <laughs> no, it's just because it's it's not because I like cows. All right? He's a yeah. He's a no. uh, what's the word like stock? Uh, what's the word? I can't think. It's you know it's my third language. Mm. Livestock. Is yeah, a, a livestock I'm a, I'm themed a, I'm game. A livestock guy. Yeah. yeah. So we'll get. You're an animal guy. We've established. It. I, yeah, do like, I do like. I do like animals in games. I do like animals. In Especially games. if you can capture and sell the animals. Yeah. Like in Wingspan. Or some, some pieces of them. Yeah. 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 And just hack them to bits in Kansas City. It's a magic time. But yeah, parks. There's no. <laughs> there's yeah. no animal killing in there. So Simon will have nothing to say. Uh, Simon also like hasn't zero animals. It, or have you? I have. I okay, have. Yeah. I have played it. Yeah. Very similar to that. Japanese holiday game. Yeah, the it's pretty it's, much the same game. What is the name of that different. one? I was just Tokaido. Thinking. Tokaido. Yeah. Well, Tokaido. the initial mechanism is that you don't like really buy anything. Tokaido, you just collect stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it it's, over, it's very, like, very simple. It's kind of like you follow the trail. Kind of on a trail game. Yeah. yeah, you always go forward. You can't go back. Yeah. Rondel ish. But yeah, it's just like a beautiful kind of looking game. Really, like the actual mechanics aren't really anything too kind of special. But it, everything just kind of works. The I game think that's is about why. national parks. Yeah. In America, if and you've heard of that. Art is phenomenal. Like, yeah. it is super it's very, beautiful. very pretty. It is, like, an it, it exquisitely is a designed game. game. And, mm. like... The, but for what it is, I think it's just super... Like, you've got little little wooden meeple... Like, no cubes. They've upgraded the cubes into little see, water drops and See, stars. not a euro. Completely different to <laughs> not euro. A euro. Even though it's resource management and yeah. uh, stuff. Actually, like, I would like to... Maybe this is... In my head, I know mechanically it probably should be, but in my head, Parks is not a Euro game. But it is. It, it, in it's my, crazy that you think that. In my head, it's not. In my when I think of a Euro, my like mm. the main thing that I need from it, and this is this is wrong and this is weird. I need like I need a big central board where things are happening. But that's not. That is. That, that, I mean, there is that. The board is small. Oh, so if I just uh, what about if I moved your head closer to the board? Maybe, therefore maybe. tricking your perspective. Maybe, <laughs> but I feel like it's it's got like it's too it's too thematic it's, in a way. It, it's too it has beautiful art and it's it too looks pretty. Really pretty. It's, it's too it's pretty. Too pretty to be a euro. Yeah, it oh is. Oh my god, because that's the theme such a isn't even standard. strong. Because the theme isn't even strong. It could yeah, be it basically is. anything else. No, it, it's very thematic. Okay, fine. You collect suns to see uh, to buy a, a, a national park. Okay, fine. Okay, yeah. The theme is very painful, <laughs> but but it's beautiful. <laughs> and it is gorgeous. It is, I think that's the it's, main. Thing. It's very beautiful, and I agree. I just. In my head, I just wouldn't classify it as a euro. When someone says you... euro, when someone says euro, I would never think, oh, like parks. But I, also right? furnace. It, the parks and furnace are basically the same fucking so, game. And I don't, I don't think furnace should be classified. But this, <laughs> is huge. this is huge. Because I think <laughs> then that's, that's marketing and theme brainwashing you. Yeah. You, this is got, like yeah. they've Fox Newsed you. You've, you've stared at it and you've gone. This is a this is an Ameritrash game. Because <laughs> this furnace, is about walking. Because furnace, yeah, you have the resource conversion, which is which is fun, but then you have the you have the auction mechan- auction stuff, which I really like. I think that's mm-hmm. like probably my favorite part of, mm-hmm. of the game is that. It also rather, adds rather than, interaction, which is it, add, it, yeah. add, it adds adds some level of interaction, and then it's just I don't know it's like it's very abstract, but then you like turn over little cubes by yourself. I know I'm probably wrong here, but in my mind, 
it's also not a, a euro. A euro. Literally, like you just said, it is like it's lots of cubes and you in and conversion yeah, and you move yeah, this around. And that's not, literally how you just described euro. you. I, I think you've just been staring at the art. Yeah, it's too like, pretty. Mm, it's too pretty. Not, oh, Can't the, be a cube. And the cards feel phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the cards of Card of the Furnace are my favorite type of cards ever they in are a board really game. Nice, yeah. it's, if I anyone mean, I, here designs board games, why are not all of your cards that? Uh, capitalism is the answer to that one. It's yeah, it's, it's too really expensive. It's too expensive. It's, too expensive. Yeah. Uh, it's the short answer, but yeah. they should be. Like when someone says Euro, I think terraforming Mars. That's I think true, I think yeah. Ark Nova. Yeah. I think there's a chunky little there's a chunky thing in the middle of the map, in the middle of the board that everyone's on. But that's mm. not actually the important part. The important part is the little your own little track by yourself that you're doing stuff mm-hmm. on, and no one knows what's happening on your track. No one well, they, I mean, they could do. I think yeah. proper gamers may have a, a glance over it. Well, yours. yeah, but maybe if they pe- should. people We're who, crap, people so who exclusively don't. pay terraforming Mars probably exactly know, like, oh, you've just pumped up your heat once. I, I know what you're trying to do. I see your <laughs> microbe stats. Yeah. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do heat before you, and you can't get the points from heating up <laughs> so this water. Just asking around, is anyone uh, doing microbes or animals? Nope. All right, I'll throw away this card. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw away the sabotage card. It's worthless. In, in my mind... That's euro. So what what you're saying is, when you think of euro, you think of the bad euros, old euros. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hundred percent. I and I think we've ex- every, you're a, everything. You're a sucker ev- for marketing. Everything that's like this new age euro bullshit. This is actually better. But I don't. I think we should leave euro in a little box somewhere in a closet, dusting, <laughs> and be just like these games <laughs> are <laughs> a style that that I many like, but I don't. And yeah. like, and then there are games I like, which are not Euros. Yeah, so our, is this? So, this sounds like denial. There, there are you like. I don't like Euro games I, I, apart from the Euro games I like, but I don't classify. I them guess as like Euros. old, like like you know, like you can call them like old time Euro, like two, early two thousands mm. Euro games, or like late nineties Euro games, or whatever. Like calling it like Agricola, I don't know how old that is. It's not very. Not, old. It's not. It's not young. Yeah, but like the, like maybe it is fair <laughs> because it seems that everyone has a very specific like everyone has their own definition for Euro, mm. and it seems that we've at least. In this podcast or episode, we've talked about what the actual definition is, and we have a way more measured take. But when we normally talk about Euro, when we say Euro, we mean the games that Simon is now saying are Euro. I, I guess if we use it as more of a derogatory Which we kind do. of thing. Uh, yeah. Almost exclusively. Because it, it, then it's more of a shorthand for dry, boring. mechanical... Boring. Yeah, I mean, not very Low vibey. interaction. Yeah, boring. I mean, some Euros, I guess, can... But the main interaction is just, like, fucking people over, like, hate drafting or... Oh, you need three wood, do you? Again, parks. Not a lot of interaction, and yet a good Euro. Mm. I mean, yeah, but it is, like, you can sort of... (laughs) You can hate walk. You can hate loiter on the mountain space. I'm like, you can't come to the mountain space because I'm on the mountain space. But what I'm saying is that I think the most useful definition for Euro for us is terraforming Mars, Agricola, like... Mm. Low interaction, low theme. What were well, you were trying to terraform Mars? How is there no theme mm. on that? Using terrible stock art. Yeah, amazing. And cubes, moving and cubes. And Everyone loves cubes. And now AI art. Yeah, oh, that's the, best, back the best kind of art. As, speaking for myself, love it. <laughs> as, as an AI. This is the problem with us doing this at too long of an interval. We keep saying, talking about the same stuff again. Like we, like Do we? There's, there's well, I wasn't, technically, I wasn't there for that. Mm. <laughs> this is all new to me. It's yeah. all gold. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm consistent and I'm not saying I'm right in my definition of a euro. But I, in, when I hear the word euro, 
I yeah. think of that and like I don't know but Cascadia li- we've talked about before. Like in my head, that's not a euro. It's definitely is that uh, is that supposed to be euro? I don't know. It's based definitely on not the, a merch. It's definitely not like based on the definitions here. I mean, like, it is there's kind, no, there's it is, no interactions. Yeah. It's you're just it's building, a drafting. You're building, you're building a little, your yeah. own little thing in hexagons. There's and stuff. no like. There's no. I mean, here's another like a Meritrashy thing. Is like okay. Let's just do example. So like Hero Quest Ti is a Meritrash. Arkham Horror, Eldritch Horror games that basically have cards that say "fuck you" on them, like, to, mm-hmm. and you play it against someone. That's usually and an American game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So anything element with luck or something that you can like fuck up someone else is veering into track. Cascadia. It's a Euro. I mean, you've got you've got your market. You pick from the market and you build it the best you can. And it's kind of maximizing. It's like three dimensional efficiency, right? I You're not a, converting anything. You're just trying to build. But it's something. a beautiful landscape, Tyler. Rather than a euro, so which like is my crunchy, my, this is again, my, it's my, denial. My it's lukewarm denial. take on this is that maybe we've established now that the like the dichotomy of um like Ameritrash, <laughs> no, like Ameritrash versus Euro doesn't make sense in the like current landscape of games. I like, agree because I, everything is kind of yeah. a mix, and it's useless to say that this is a Euro game. It's more useful to say this is a beautiful landscaping game with low interaction, or this is a high interaction mm. engine true. builder. And I, I don't know if that's just us like thinking back on a slur and <laughs> just reassessing because we are buying more and more. Like as my collection keeps growing, I'm buying more like Euroy games, like Lost Ruins of Arnak. Have you, did I play with you? No, I think I played with you. I, I played it's been it a while. Times. That's a b- beautiful game. Worker placement, deck builder, kind of. Mm. Very Euro-y. Yeah, but, but is, like, is it a Euro, though? It's like you you have resources, you go to that's spots true. to get resources, you, you exchange track, resources for tracks, points. There's everything. Like but on brass tacks, it's that. Then maybe it's not useful to say something is euro It's more useful to say something is like... Terrible. No, or Mechanical. <laughs> Mm. Low theme, low interaction. But it's high. I mean, it's very high theme. Basically, everything is pumped with art and like. But then, like, something being, again, something being beautiful doesn't mean that it has lots of theme. Uh, No, but it it tricks my mind. Yes, and obviously, clearly. And the mirror in the budgie cage. Of like the the furnace art and quality of the cards and like oh it's it's beautiful not a, not a euro <laughs> not a euro game a euro, he says collecting cows yeah. to trade in for points but like, this so, isn't a euro I'll just go to these four spots but I'm um, here's a, a, a counterpoint from from my own psyche of of how counterintuitive I am a game <laughs> I bought not too long ago which I asked before this if you guys consider the euro and I think you said yes is food chain magnate mm-hmm. a mega crunchy game yeah. That is, there's no dice rolling. It's brutal, almost like player elimination in a Euro. Mm. But for three hour, a three-hour game where you spend two and a half hours knowing you've lost oh, and have nothing <laughs> yeah. that you can do about it. Yeah, I mean, and, it's it's brutal. And it's, it's brutal. the art is not very good. It's it, of it's, a style. It tries to look like 50s Americana, yeah, yeah. which is not, it's so very is simple. That, is that a Euro game to you? Yes, I would say. Mechanically, I think there are, it's, the mechanisms of Euro, but like the outcome of it, like how they're in it, it's such a brutal game because mm. it's more like, um, I mean, it plays like a war game. It plays like an area control game, really. Mm. Like, you know, but you're not like moving troops. You're just reducing the price of your soda. But you, that is the most violent thing you can do on this corner. Yeah. It's like, you son of a bitch. So do you know, do you know Food Chain Magnet? I've have heard you, you guys talk you about it. it. I have a vague idea of how it works, but oh. I have not played yeah. it. So, so basically it's, it starts off incredibly simple. Uh, you basically, <laughs> you're, you're running a 50s style fast food restaurant and you start off as the CEO, that's you. 
Mm. And on your turn, you can do one thing. You play basically cards in front of you who is going to be at work today. Mm -hmm. You start with one card, the CEO, that's you. You have one thing you can do and that's hire a person. So round one, you play yourself and then you hire someone to join your your it's a, team. It's a deck builder. It's a deck builder, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. And then next turn, you can play the CEO and whoever you hired who can have a power of either hire more people can be a burger cook, so now your restaurant can make a burger. They can mm -hmm. be a marketer, so now you can market things. And then there's this, like, every turn you play your cards in front of you, of like, okay, this is my corporate structure of, of yes. um, this game. And then there's a middle board where, like, with, like, where your restaurant is on this, like, board well, with, well, like just very boring. Grid, so it looks yeah. like Monopoly, basically. Mm -hmm. And then there are these, like, little houses where people live. And, 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 if the people the people are very simple they will like not, in real life first they will not go to a restaurant to eat anything even if you cook it unless you've advertised that food to mm -hmm. them so you need to advertise you need to put an advertisement of pizza to this house and then that house will always go to eat pizza regardless <laughs> of how far it is mm -hmm. from your thing but who, whichever restaurant sells the cheapest pizza that, we'll that's where game. they will go so you're trying to corner the market where you can market something that no one else is doing mm. and then you can sell it really expensively because or you wait no, yeah. For, okay, I see Tom's marketing this. Well, I'm just going to make my pizza really cheap so that Tom's invested in selling it, in marketing it, but I get to sell it because mm -hmm. mine's super, super cheap. <laughs> and there's that fighting of just you dealing with your corporate structure every time. Or, Again, so it's a Euro, super Euro, super crunchy, but it has interaction. It's, Insane it's like interaction. It's like a boxing match. Because if you're if if he's selling a lot of pizza, I'm like fuck. I can't make pizza to the same degree that he can. But what I can do is put a billboard for Coke next to that house, and now that house has to have pizza and Coke. And yeah. I know he doesn't sell Coke, so he can't sell they, his pizza. They don't do one or the other. They you, they want to buy everything <laughs> you have. It's such a. If they want pizza and then suddenly they also want beer, they won't come to you to buy pizza if you don't have beer. They will have nothing. You've and then have next round, the full order. and then next round, they will want two pizzas and two beers because it stacks. <laughs> I'm sure. I would actually like this game if I were to play it, but the way you're explaining it does not say it to me. It, it, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoy it. It's horrendous. It's like, and you can fuck, they, and they market this of like, you can fuck up on turn one. Yeah. And you literally can. Mm. Like, you could be out of the game yeah. on your first card draft because you fuck it. Because, and because also this, like, this is, the game is this. Like, that's basically, you have a menu of cards you can hire and then they have like an upgrade track. But the actual game is there are these things called milestones, which completely break the game. And they <laughs> yeah, are it is staggering how much they break they it. They are like they are little special bonuses you get for the rest of the game if you're the first to do a certain thing. Like mm -hmm. if you're the first thing if you're the first person to market anything, for the rest of the game, everything you market will stay up forever. So usually your marketer markets a thing for like three or four turns mm -hmm. and after yeah. that it goes away. If you're the first thing to market something, for the rest of the game, every single thing you market will market forever. And it's like free as well. So yeah. it's crazy. Okay. And you don't pay any salaries though, people. The first one to throw away food gets a freezer. Yeah, so you're the so only that one that can like, you are the only one stuff. who can store food round around. <laughs> Jesus fuck, okay. Because otherwise, everything you make, you trash at the end of the turn if you couldn't sell it. If you are the first one to make something that you have to trash, you gain... <laughs> you, you're the only one smart enough to figure out, I need a freezer, and then you can store the food. And then it's like, if you're the first one to hire anyone that cooks, yeah. you, all your the first three cooks, you don't need to pay yeah. or something. And then it's like, that's super... Like, But all of them are super powerful. And if you like fuck it up of like well you you don't need to pay for marketing i don't need to pay for this mm. and then you're like you can like just go i've massively fucked this up because i think there was one game you went blimp strats because you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna deliver because you only delivered you can deliver drinks but by blimp if it's super upgraded and then he was like i don't know why 
I've only gone blimp. <laughs> and he could pick up so many drinks that he couldn't sell. Yeah, the blimp was. Yeah, I was going to do, do a blimp strats, and then I massively fucked it up, and I just I lost that game horribly because the the upgrade path of the things that collect food, drinks is like a drink card boy, then a truck, then uh, yeah, a better truck. Or something, and then a blimp goes around and collects f- drinks from every place, and then I have you have lots of drinks you can sell. I can definitely tell. Like you will either play this game, and this is going beyond you. You will either want to play it again mm. and redo it, or you will never want to fucking play it again. You never want to touch it again. Like those are the two. I think mm. no one plays that and goes, "Yeah, that was all right." You you're either going to fucking get it, or at least want to have the you yeah. t- maybe don't get it on the first turn, but that like drives you to try and get it on the second turn, or you will go, "That yeah. was a piece of shit." I'm never. This is so unforgiving and punishing. I never want to do that. Mm-hmm. But I thought it's hundred percent a game where if you're the only person who hasn't played it before, and you play with people who have played it before. Yeah, oh yeah, so you're fine. The fucked. game is like there is you cannot win if the other people would like try to win. But again, that wouldn't be like I've many games like that where you I need to teach the new people and like I will never try to like I'll try to have fun and be like oh how many waitresses can I put in one restaurant. Mm. And I just do pure waitress strats and do like do like stuff. So I think it's for someone to play it because you can annihilate them when they play this. Of like, did you have fun? You did nothing for three hours. <laughs> yeah. and now you lost. Mm. And like, if because if someone gets like experience of like, okay, this is kind of cool how you can like fuck up someone's plan of like, yeah. oh, Tom has a huge strat of selling a bunch of coke next round. But what if suddenly I bring I bring my <laughs> someone to work and then they my pizzas are a little bit cheaper. So all yeah. of those come to me and all the money Tom was thinking he would get, yeah. he doesn't get. And I get. Yeah. Un- yeah, unfortunately, you thought you were doing well. But then I bought this plane that is now advertising fucking yeah. lemonade to half the neighborhood. And you don't have any lemonade and now you can't sell fucking anything. It's like, oh, my yeah. and God. If, and if you can't pivot, if you have to like, if you don't have someone who can make that and then one turn has to go like, oh, you now have to recruit a person to do that in one turn. So that next turn you can make mm-hmm. that. And that's. There's no recovery. You can't. If you're behind, you're fucked. Because you can't. It's win more, really. Mm-hmm. You can it's, try and poison someone else as well, but then it's yeah. it's so brutal. It's so brutal. It's. All, I'm interested to see how you would react yeah. to it. Because hmm. your face says, "I don't want to play this." Yeah. But at the same time, you're I, an engine buildy person, and this is like building an engine. It's not conversing well, resources. No, it's trying in a way. to build it. It's it's trying to build an engine while people are trying to kick you in the face. Yeah. It's like, Which both things that I famously like. It's true. That is true. Even in, in a tournament setting, it's in a way it's building <laughs> a it's building something that's very like agile. Like you need to be able to adjust to what the market wants, mm-hmm. adjust to what people are doing, so you can like you. So it's kind of a euro where it's very rare. It's a euro where you you build your own deck to like do things, but you have to keep track of what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And the turn order goes that like the one who has basically put in the least people to work that day will go first in the mm-hmm. turn. And going first can matter like hugely on if you're the first person to market something. And going last can be the best thing because then yeah, you know, you know what, what people because you yeah. know what people are marketing, so you know mm-hmm. what to sort of do. But what I'm getting from this is that again, it's a it sounds like a very Euro game, but yet it doesn't have the one thing that we when we said in the beginning it was like cubes. No, also <laughs> that, but uh, low interaction. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, was yeah. one of the things like I think the way we described the Euro games in the beginning was describing games we don't really like, like low interaction, low theme, or like like very abstract theme and like low luck. I, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think it break like it breaks the rules because it's using a euro me- like a me- mechanism like deck building and stuff mm. from euros to do be- to drive like a war game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and this- it, imagine like playing root if you had to like build a hierarchy of you know 
Oh, you got, you got to have a walk. You want to move, or you got to hire a, a war commander to move your troops, and then you got to like feed your troops. And yeah. then, oh, you want to like do long range fights, then you got to get your cannoneer. Like it's doing then. It's a different puzzle. Like it's mm. crowbarring in. Yeah. Well, not crowbarring. It's built around. It's doing something classically trashy, like area control. Fuck you, mechanics. Mm. But using Euro mechanics. incredibly Euroy uh, th- builder thing. This is so. Therefore, the whole like end result of this episode of this podcast is basically that euro is either a style of play or mechanics but it's not really a useful like descriptor on its own because it's like euro style mechanics but not a euro game have we come to a sixth sense ending where euros were dead the whole time Mm. and we've (laughs) no i'm sure someone's still making pure euros but it's just like i hope that i've also ruined sixth sense for someone (laughs) That's what I, I genuinely want. Well, what's what's the movie? I, I'm gonna watch it later. What's? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Well, never uh, mind then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one with Bruce Willis. Yeah, Willis, yeah. Right? The thing you've yeah. got to understand going yeah. into it yeah. is that Bruce Willis' character is dead. <laughs> as long as you understand that from the first scene, okay, then it's that's, fine. That's then you'll, important. I think that's important to watch the film. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I don't okay. like it when films lie to me. No, I hate that. <laughs> and I try and stop that for everyone else. Do we have anything else to say about this? Because I think we're running out of time. Wait, Sixth Sense or... Uh... Euro game. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot to say about Sixth Sense. Yeah, I mean, the uh, the guy at the start of the movie that shot him was from uh, New Kids on the Block, wasn't it? He was a Wahlberg. There you go. That's a, that's a, that's a Sixth Sense fact. I'll probably cut Sim- that one out. Yeah. Simon's <laughs> face when you said what? that was like... So you know the the Can nice be, new I kids think, on the block. I think we found the intro moment to this episode <laughs> where we discussed Donnie Wahlberg's film career. Well, no, ju- no, no, just you going. And the person who shot him at the start of the movie was a Wahlberg. From new kids on the block, and then, just, then we just got like it. a I moment of like pure, like confused silence. Hundred percent. That's yeah. that's that's the intro. Great. That's how you hook new listeners. That's how you hook new listeners into like, oh, it's a it's a podcast about Euro games. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, how do you what? hook people into like like new people into a well? Podcast looking Euro at our listening numbers, you don't. <laughs> in many, in a mathematical way, doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. So it doesn't. So we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, we do. We yeah. can. That's the freeing. We can do whatever we want. And yeah, we've it's been true. Doing it's, exactly basically, that. it's basically yelling into a well. Mm. That's, that's what this podcast is. It's the listener base of whoever stumbled into the well. <laughs> <laughs> the well of the internet. Yeah, we've done it. No, we we've have. Uh, we have a few dedicated listeners. Not many, but a few. Yeah, like uh, people have been asking me when are we recording it again. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. Me Literally too. Literally, two yeah. of them. Shout out! Shout out to the old. Shout out to those our individual fans, <laughs> yes. which we can name <laughs> yeah. because we have time. Listen, we have a we have a closed community. That's true. And yeah. Exclusive, yeah. yes. Oh, exclusive, yeah. yeah. VIP. Yeah, that's VIP. Great. <laughs> If you want to join our community, tough titties, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's closed. Shit, turn off this podcast yeah. if we don't know you. What are you doing, listening to it? Do you, do you personally know me? No? All right, get the fuck <laughs> we out We don't want here. you here. Get the fuck <laughs> anyway. out of here. Anyway. Uh, yeah, anything else you want to say? Yeah, no, I think exactly. we've conclusively covered that Euro games don't really exist in the purest form anymore, and if they do, we don't like them. <laughs> Hang on, I wouldn't. Is that the conclusion of, of pure, like the way we think of Euro games, as in like Agricola and like these kinds oh, of like? I'm gonna have to come back to uh, Sankare. Is the, yeah, you didn't talk about Sankare. Yeah, I'm, I'm saving it until I play talk, it. And I didn't talk about Everdell at all. Oh, we didn't talk about. Oh uh, yeah, we really fucked that up. Yeah. Okay, so we'll have to come back. To, <laughs> we'll do those ones at some point in the future. Well, we'll, a, we'll not call them. Some, we'll call them something other than Euro because again, I think the most important conclusion from this is that's not a useful word. 
Mm, I agree. I guess it's very loose. I mean, it can loosely define kind of the mechanics of the game more than anything else. But I guess a lot of games it can't, in its purest form, doesn't really apply. Yeah, like it has Euro-like mechanics, which is like most games these days. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Exactly. I I agree. Like a Euro, Euro as a description of a game should, I think, die completely strong feelings because america has already died we only talk about euro it's i don't think it should exist anymore because it's like it's so weirdly broad now and most games have mechanics of something and is it just is it just cubes then that's the definition now (laughs) it's just does the game have cubes in oh euro elements Mm. is it it a euro game so a euro element is just literally a cube all right is there a market of things oh it's a euro game then it was like well see Mm. it's if it's yeah. that when it, that's then it's that broad is no longer helpful. Mm. My point exactly. Philosophical. Yeah. The euro is dead. Long live the euro. No, euro is dead. Long live euro like elements. Okay. Well, it's less punchy it now. It is, but it's more <laughs> accurate, <laughs> which is what I. Okay, yeah. So the episode's called "Euro is Dead." Long live euro. Long live the euro like elements. I guess. <laughs> the new, oh. but we'll put that in Latin, oh. and then we'll sell merch. Yeah. It flows. I would off, wear a T-shirt with off that. The okay. Yeah. Okay. Euro Anyone know Latin? Dead. Yeah, but people would assume that you're talking. You're like anti a, a truth in, and you hate. You want uh, the mark back. Euro games are dead. <laughs> okay. We're, it's getting a bit long now. We can work. We'll workshop it. We'll, we'll see how it. it looks in it's city a, Latin, and then we'll see. It's, okay, it's yeah, a real yeah, good joke true. if you have to put parentheses in it to explain yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah, the yeah. terms actually mean. Yeah, that's how classic. you know it's a really good joke. Classic humor. Classic humor. All right. Well, on that philosophical. I guess. I guess. Good, uh, good luck up. editing the last bit together of getting to hear we'll whoever, whoever, we'll whoever gets that It job. might be a bit choppy. <laughs> just be like mid, mid-word. Then we just go, bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I hope these AI engineers uh, turn me off before they leave today. But yeah, we've been bored with Finns now with even less social media presence, I think, because I'm not even on Twitter anymore. So, it's, called, it's called X now. Mm, is, mm. it, is it? Mm. Is it though? Instagram is also quite on hiatus. But Great, you know. we're smashing it. We're, sm- <laughs> we're smashing those numbers. Yeah. Sign uh, up for our newsletter and we'll send you a, a postcard. Okay, that, you, that's up to you. You'll yeah. have to set that up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fantastic. I can send them fantastic. a postcard. Combine that with the OnlyFans, like it's going to be a yeah. risque postcard. If someone actually in some way signs up for a newsletter, I will send you a postcard. Figure out how to do that first and then we'll send, see. Yeah. Send it to Board with Finns Helsinki. Send a, if you send a, a DM on, on Twitter or on Instagram, I'll send you a, per, I'll send you a, a newsletter about board games. Mm. Great. It's going to be a shit, but I'll do it. <laughs> I, yeah. Amazing. Great. Amazing. Okay. All right. Well, after all that wisdom, I will say goodbye. It's bye from me. Oh, it's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. All right. Bye, 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 bye.